What is up, guys? Before we hop into this episode of the PT Coffee Cast, I have a couple quick announcements to make. First off, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the constant support, whether it be through our podcast, Instagram, our new ebook that we just put out. All of it truly does mean the world to us, and we're super stoked to continue to put out the best possible content for you guys. All right, if you don't know, you're about to know. We've officially partnered with Physio Network. Physio Network is on a mission to improve physiotherapy standards worldwide, and they do this through their research reviews. If you sign up for Physio Network, you'll get 12 research reviews per month in both written and audio form. Articles are selected and appraised by industry experts. They're clinically relevant, recently published, and they take less than five minutes to read one review. This saves you hours of work and also solves that problem of trying to stay up to date. What articles do I read? Which ones don't I read? Physio Networks got you covered. They put it in an easily digestible form to make sure you are getting the most relevant and up-to-date information. If you want to be part of Physio Network, you can get started today by using our link in our show notes or on Instagram to start with a seven-day free trial to feel it out, see that you're going to love it, and then commit. Guys, this is an awesome platform. We're super stoked to partner with them. Definitely give it a try. One other thing, we recently just put out our very first ebook. It's awesome. We've gotten great feedback on it from both the public and clinicians. Head to Instagram, click the link in our bio, and you will get your free ebook ready to go, ready to read. All right, let's get you into this episode. We have a special episode today with Don Lazar. I don't want to ruin the surprise, so I'm going to let you guys get into it. Grab your cups, brew a coffee, and enjoy this episode of the PT Coffee Cast. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Movement PT Coffee Cast. My name is Dalton, and with me, as always, is my beautifully bearded friend, William. William, how are we doing today? I'm doing good, Dalton. How are you? Not too bad, man. I, uh, we broke a rule today. We've, we, yep. Back in our heyday, you know, when we were in PT school, we would just drink coffee till 9 p.m. at night and be good to go. But nowadays, you know, as we aged... We stopped drinking, but today for this special occasion, we busted out a late night coffee. Oh man, feeling good, man, feeling good. Getting that, getting that coffee jitter already. <laughs> That's right. Did you get your new bags of coffee in? I did. They arrived in the mail, and I was it was the happiest day ever. Four fresh bags of coffee, dude. That is the best day. Like when you just open up that oh. new bag, you just can't wait to do it. Even better right now, you know, because. I feel like with everything that's going on, you just get so happy about the little things like that. Like just the fact that I get to have a fresh bag of coffee. It's the little things, the little things, man. That's right. All right. Well, today we have a very special guest. He's a physiotherapist and clinic manager at Ancaster, Ontario. When he isn't in the clinic, you could probably catch him scaling mountains, skiing, running on trails in the great outdoors. He has a passion for beer and coffee. We're super stoked to announce him as the third member of the movement. Drum roll, Will. Can I get a drum roll? We're super stoked to welcome Don Lazar to the show. Don, what's up? 
Not too much, man. Good day. Beautiful day out there. Hope everyone got outside on the trails and or uh, if they're open in your area, just uh, having a nice cup of Anmar coffee here and also <laughs> Rosso up in up in Muskoka's. Very nice. We'll have to do a little bit of a cheers, eh, guys? Yes, cheers. And <laughs> and Don, how do you feel about the late night coffee? Yeah, I kind of kind of breaking as you said breaking breaking my own rule here about sleep hygiene i try not to uh get after get after the coffee after uh you, really for me it's afternoon i i drink most of my coffee in the morning i have a couple of espressos and then maybe uh maybe a cup through the uh through the late morning into early afternoon but you know again the pt coffee cast it is a special occasion right so exactly um, well, why don't you just start off by, uh, let's just do a quick little introduction into you, maybe some background information, um, and then kind of what led you down like your PT journey. Yeah, sure. So, you know, I grew up in Nova Scotia and um, moved to high school in Guelph. And then I went to the University of Waterloo with, uh, for health, health science, uh, doing health promotion and health studies. Um, throughout that whole journey, I kind of thought that I wanted to do medicine and, uh, um, towards the end of my undergrad, I ended up doing a, a master's, um, in Aboriginal studies and Aboriginal health of all things, um, you know, with, with my current, current location. Um, but, uh, you know, throughout that master's, it gave me a lot of time to think and a lot of time to evaluate my experiences. You know, a lot of, I, I was a, uh, strength and conditioning coach through my through my undergrad I I worked with uh, you know cardiac rehab heart um, uh, cancer rehab and so, somehow that you know didn't didn't clue into me throughout those undergrad years that that, that was all leading me down the direction of, of you know rehab and physiotherapy um, but in my in my master's I guess when I had a chance to really kind of um, take some time and, and reevaluate I, I realized that you know, physiotherapy was, was the, the place for me, you know, it was where my passions lay. And, uh, you know, it, it allowed me to interact with people who, who just wanted to be more active, wanted to get moving. And uh, so I ended up at, at McMaster University doing my, uh, my uh, master's in physiotherapy there. And um, upon graduating, you know, as, as a lot of young clinicians do, I, I kind of, um, you know, wanted more handling skills. I wanted more manual skills. So I, I went and I, I kind of cranked through my, uh, my fellowship, my uh, F-Camp fellowship, my manual orthopedic fellowship. And, uh, um, you know, that uh, I, I think it really brought a lot of, lot of opportunity to me. It gave, got me exposed to a lot of exceptional clinicians and people who had a lot of clinical experience and, and pearls to offer, you know, of course, you know, developed a lot of manual skills along those, uh, along that time. But, uh, but I think the bigger piece there for me was the clinical reasoning and, and, you know, some of the, you know, as I said, the pearls that those, those, you know, more experienced clinicians were able to, to offer me about the subtleties, the art of physiotherapy. Awesome. I think what's super cool and it, it's kind of, I think what part of what makes you such a great physio is like, just your wide background of things, you know, that sort of led you to there. Do you feel like that has been a part of like helping you, you know, just like what you did before you went into PT school? Does, do you feel like that experience has helped you? Yeah, I think, I think, 
I think everybody's experience is like, it doesn't, doesn't matter what you did beforehand. I think that shapes you as a person. And, uh, you know, so uh, of course, I think that was, that was hugely valuable in, in developing who I am and how I interact with, with my clients and, you know, my staff members and, and just humans in general. Um, and so, so yeah, I think, I think also that it really raised a, a strong sense of like, you know, social, um, caring, caring about social issues and, you know, it, that, that undergrad really, really brought a lot of, I brought that, a lot of that out of me. Right. And so it comes down to caring about people, right. Which is our profession. Yeah. And so, yeah, answer. I think, I think it did make a big difference in, in you know, what drives me to continue uh, doing what I do and wanting to be better always. Right. Yeah. And, and I'd be curious to hear, like, obviously you said early out of school, you jump in, do the, do the F camp, um, you know, upgrade your skills there. Take me through from like the early years on to maybe where you are now. How was that developmental process along the way? Like what are some things you learned maybe even about yourself or learned about the profession that, that kind of maybe formed where you are now? Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's interesting. I, I jumped into physio at an interesting time, you know, uh, modalities were on their way out already when, uh, when I graduated, we were very much, um, but, but on, on its way in was, was very much, uh, you know, manual therapy. It was very manually manual therapy intensive. Um, you know, and, and again, I followed that route and, and gained a ton of value from that. Um, but then over, you know, really since I graduated, what's, what's really changed drastically has been, you know, people's thought process around, uh, you know, the multi-dimensional um, aspects that influence pain and, um, you know, really um, taking into account the, the whole person and their, their environment. And, um, you know, so I think that's been like the biggest development from when I was early in my career to now has been been really the emphasis and the value I place on, on those, uh, you know, the soft skills <laughs> as they've traditionally been called. Right. Um, and I laugh because I think they're really hard, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. um, you know, which comes back to Will's question about how those other experiences influenced me as a clinician. I think, um, the more experience you have with people, the, uh, easier those hard soft skills become <laughs> yeah that's something about you though that's awesome is just like that you're always seeming to like seek out new things and like new new adventures uh new learning experiences and new challenges you know like that's something that it seems like um is part of your personality i don't know if that if that resonates with you yeah yeah i think I think I'm always looking for looking for a challenge, uh, <laughs> for sure. Be it uh, be it physical, cognitive, or otherwise. Um, it, you know, it, it's a funny funny piece because I also don't like uh, uh, failing. Um, but inevitably, when you challenge yourself a lot, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna come across those things, and that's uh, um, you know. But I think that develops you as a person, right? I, I don't know if I answered your question actually, Will. I think you did. <laughs> Sounded good to me. Um, one thing that I'm, I, like, I'm curious because I, I feel this way too, and I, I'm, I'm curious to hear if, if you do. 
um, just, just listening to, to your personality and, and obviously you're talking a lot about the social aspect and integrating and working with people. And then now we talk about this transition in, in healthcare to a more holistic biopsychosocial approach. Do you feel like that plays into your hand and almost enhances like your, your passion for the profession? Cause for me, when I started seeing that, like the, the introduction of the biopsychosocial approach and like, you know, our relationships and our communication and our connection all have a big influence on how we help people. It kind of like rejuvenated me into wanting to pursue it even more because it aligns with me as a person. So I'm just curious if you found that as you develop throughout your, your career. Yeah. I mean, I think I always place the relationship, uh, you know, that's something I really value about our profession versus other professions who, you know, my wife's an optometrist, and so she gets to see uh, see people like once a year, maybe uh, once quarterly, you know, um, and she still develops relationships. But, but I think that we have this huge opportunity to to build relationships. And I think that's one of the things that really drew me to to the profession. And so um, I can appreciate where you're coming from with that. But I think relationships were always at the center. I think um, what's really awesome about our, our profession is um, you know, a that 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 it's constantly changing, and there's so many different opportunities and directions to go with, uh, you know, you know, managing people, right? You know, because every person is different, every body is different, um, and uh, so I, I think that that opportunity and that that those changes that are that move the the development of the profession is um, yeah, it keeps it fresh, you know, keeps it exciting. I think you hit something there where it's like can probably speak to a lot of people where it's so interesting when you're seeing you could see the same injury in 10 different people and all 10 people could follow a different path or you could treat all 10 of those people a bit differently yeah yeah that's certainly certainly the case <laughs> um yeah. Another thing too, is like, I agree with you. I think we, as a profession, we've always valued relationships and like, even in the, in the sense of like the physiotherapy, like community as a whole, we've always been, I think a pretty strong group in the sense of wanting to like band together and do our best to help people. And it's interesting because community, the physiotherapy community is what like kind of brought us together um, as a group. And, and again, obviously the purpose of like this podcast is to kind of introduce you to the to our followers as like a new member um of the movement and i kind of want to maybe let will take take the handle on this and just kind of give some context maybe to to the listeners and and, and as to what, how you think don comes to the table and helps us and and, and you know how he's going to be a part of it well i'll give it my best dalton i'm flipping the interview now to you <laughs> <laughs> well i think uh, i think we just always you know, thought of this platform of as sort of being our development across time, you know, and so we've always aimed to just be open to growing and learning and kind of pushing, you know, our message out better and more effectively. Uh, and so bringing Don on just with his experiences and his knowledge and kind of just the way he approaches like uh, thinking through problems and things like that. Uh, that's where I feel like Don just adds so much to our platform and our ability to deliver content 
better, you know, uh, even just thinking about some of the things we've been working on lately, I think they've just been pushed, you know, a level up. So having that third person who maybe just thinks a bit differently, you know, uh, adding some new perspective, I think it's going to really help us uh, push that envelope. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. And I'm, it's, it's exciting because I think just having another person on board um, who, who aligns with our values, but also again, like you're saying, brings a different perspective, um, allows our content to level up and, and it's allowing us more opportunities to do things that I think we've wanted to do in the past, but have not had the the manpower, or the resources to do just with me and you and the time. And, and for example, like if you guys have been following along, like obviously we changed our content, like our branding a bit. Um, we've been putting out different style of posts. We just, we just launched a free ebook. Um, Don has had his hands in all of that. So it's just, it's, it's awesome to, to have been able to do that. And now to bring like, Don on to the people and put a face and a beard to uh to Don is is awesome. Um I'd be here I'd be curious to hear your perspective, Don. Like, you know, we've been kind of working together over the last little bit just behind the scenes, obviously. And where like how do you what do you think about kind of the comments that we just made and where you see yourself like adding value to like our content development and brand development? Yeah, sure. I mean I I've obviously I've ever since I've uh, begun following your stuff I've always sort of aligned with uh, with thought process behind it and uh, you know that you know obviously I've had a connection with Will and been able to clinically troubleshoot uh, with him over over the past couple of years and and so um, from an alignment perspective I knew knew we were on point there but then um, you know I think part of my personality is is kind of always being the devil on the shoulder or sort of the alternative perspective right you know the what about this guy right and and so um where you guys are talking about having that third perspective you know i think i'm always uh i always tend to ask that question you know and so you know what about this angle um and i i, I think that 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 forces you know if, you, if you're open-minded to that right um and don't take offense to that sort of thing which you guys don't um, I think it, it forces everyone to, to be better, whether that's clinically, whether that's content wise, whether that's, um, you know, as a business owner or whatever. Right. You know? Um, and, and so I think that's, uh, that's one aspect. And then, I'll, you know, obviously I've, I've, you know, got a, got quite a bit of clinical experience and just, you know, from, from that side of things, um, I think there's some opportunity there, but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just excited to, to really, really work the content and, and, and really, you know, offer value to, to your community that are, you know, really engaged and, and active. Our community now, Don, our community. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is it, that that's awesome. And I agree. And I think the one thing that I'll say from my perspective over again, like working, working us three together over the last little bit is, is that idea of you kind of challenging us a bit, um, and, and it's been good from, from my standpoint in the sense of like, you know, when you say something to have you like ask that question, like the devil's on, devil on the shoulder challenges me to then like think and articulate what I said in a better way or the plan in a different way. And I think it's really helped to, to, to just push us as a whole to make sure like we're, we're doing and hitting the, the things that we want. And oftentimes it'll be like, you know, you'll question it, then we'll fire back and then we'll come to even a better conclusion. So I've really appreciated that from like that standpoint. Um, and I'd be, I'd be curious to hear if like, if like jumping into the content development, like, do you feel like that can kind of satisfy a creative side of, 
that you've maybe not been able to explore as much just given the the circumstances you were in before joining yeah yeah i think you know i i think that that creative side i it's funny i think i've always explored my uh the creative side of me through uh through my outdoor pursuits you know like really trying to like uh linking trails together and different you know <laughs> that's sort of been my creative side has been been there but um you know i i i love taking content and and sort of copywriting it you know um really kind of going through it digging digging through it with a fine tooth comb and and making sure that um you know that we are that, that we're putting out the best stuff possible right i think that's um part of my personality and kind of the creative side of me right so yeah yeah i think i think it, it's really going to be you know a really nice uh side of uh of myself to to progress and and develop and yeah, yeah no for sure awesome um all right so we got a couple we got a couple rapid fire questions for you here all right <laughs> no pressure okay so this is an easy one. We'll search you off easy. Uh, coffee or tea? Coffee. <laughs> AeroPress or pour over? Ooh, Chemex. Oh, I knew you were going to say that, man. Come on. <laughs> we're trying to get that AeroPress brand deal. <laughs> Maybe you got, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. To, to spin it a different way, when, when I have the time at home, I'm a Chemex guy. Uh, when I'm on the road, when I'm on the run, when I'm on the trail, it's AeroPress, man. I've got both. Which is which is where it, it thrives, the AeroPress. So I'll I'll let you I'll let you off on that one. Um, deadlift or squat? Ooh, deadlift. My man, yeah, deadlift. Will <laughs> Will, what would you say? You can't not say deadlift. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here's this is a big one. This is a big one. Do you sleep with your sheets tucked in? or or out out okay thank god Whew. if you said in it would we might have had to reevaluate this <laughs> <laughs> no no judgment on those who sleep with their sheets tucked in what's that we're gonna have to dig into that one a bit <laughs> bacon or sausage Ooh, crispy bacon oh, yeah toilet paper over or under over Will, what do you say for that one? People get hard judgment on that one. I'm an under kind of guy. Yeah, I'm indifferent. I, whatever get, however it goes on there, I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> oh, okay, good. All right, you passed on. You're good. <laughs> um, I'm curious to hear, like, your perspective on, like, the state of the profession. And, and one thing that we – we wanted to try to accomplish when we originally started this podcast was, you know, trying to figure out how we can constantly evolve or develop um, not only ourselves, but, but the profession. So what are some ways you, you can, you see um, our role evolving over the course of, of time, especially now with a little bit of a pivot that we're dealing with, with this whole COVID thing? Yeah, that's, that's a big question. There's a lot, there's a lot there, Dalton. Um, you know, uh, start starting in reverse, you know, the whole COVID thing has, has really brought virtual care to the, uh, to the forefront, which, you know, I, I think there's, you know, it's really challenging clinicians to, to, to question how they can offer value to their, to their, to their clients. And, you know, I think it's, I think it's going to make a lot of clinicians recognize 
how much value we bring with with our with our words and our education and our connection and and our movements and uh, so I, I think it's gonna gonna really bring a lot to the profession in that regard. Um, you know, I think there's there's opportunity for it for virtual care to also um, you know maintain continuity with clients who might might be you know changing towns or going on vacation or what have you right so there's you know it's really opened things up in that regard which is which is really cool um as a profession um how how is it developing you know i i think <clears throat> or how can we bring value to the profession or change change things there you know i i, I think always this is a great platform to to get people thinking and get people talking right I think that's a huge value in social media um, is is getting people to talk and getting people to think and bringing different minds together um, and really challenging the status quo a little bit, you know, in a, in a respectful manner. Right. You know, I think I think that's something that that uh, one aspect of uh, the movement that that was really um, uh, you know, attractive to me was, was that, you know, that you guys put out a lot of content that, that might sort of, um, you know, test some people's, um, thoughts on things, but, but it's done in a really respectful manner. Right. And, and I think, you know, that fits with my personality and, and the way that I approach problems. And, um, so I, I think that's where, where the, the movement has such a great opportunity to, uh, um, you know, just make, make sure that the, that, People are connecting and people are, are challenging their expectations of what physiotherapy is and what, what it can offer. Yeah, for sure. And I think one thing we've had, a, we've had this conversation before off, off podcasts um, just throughout time. And, and I think, you know, physiotherapy is more than just like an exercise or it's more than just a hands-on movement. It's more than just education. Like, I think we're, we sit in a great opportunity to have a bigger impact on someone's overall health, you know, and, and start looking at ourselves as someone who can take this person and make their life better on more ends than just like helping them get out of pain. And I think that's something we're, we're really looking forward to pushing with like our brand, like we always have, but now to take it even farther. And I think there's a lot of opportunities um, from physio physios perspectives to do that in, in talking to Frank not that long ago the most recent podcast is this idea of becoming like outcome based and, and focused on trying to get people like back to what they want to do right and not so focused on just like I'm going to fix this shoulder so it's just it's exciting to to be able to sit an opportunity to um, approach it that like physio from that perspective. Yeah, yeah, you touched on something really awesome there, which is which is kind of the primary uh, primary healthcare side of things, or like the the primary prevention, the health promotion side of physiotherapy. You know, it, it's it's in our definition, but it's not really um, it, it's not really applied. I don't think. Um, you know, I certainly I think they've tried to do it in family health teams and stuff like that, but um, but I think there's still a huge opportunity there, and that that touches on my my kind of undergrad training a little bit with regards to the health promotion side of things. And so that's, you know, that's exciting to me for sure. Um, but uh, yeah. That's cool. I mean, like just even just thinking back to uh, when Dalton and I started the podcast, you know, like a big thing for us was kind of asking people these questions. 
So it's kind of cool now, like being able to hopefully take a step, you know, together as like a trio uh, towards actually making some change. Just thinking about that, you know, reflecting on and remembering that we used to ask that question to like pretty much every guest, you know, well, here we are. Here we are. No, I was just going to say it's been a, you know, this, it's been a really, really cool uh, watching you guys uh, develop from, uh, from the early days. You know, I'm, I'm good buddies with Connor Massimo, who was one of your earlier, uh, um, earlier on one of your earlier pods. And, and uh, you know, he, he's originally the one that linked me in with, with you, Will. And so I've been following along with you guys from the, from the start. So it's a really cool, uh, I'm, I'm super, super stoked to, to really take this thing and run with it you guys yeah same awesome well on that note we will uh we'll wrap up don welcome we're we're super pumped to uh finally announce you to all the listeners and, and the instagram uh, we're super excited to see you know what comes next and i hope uh i hope people also get excited for the the changes that we've already added on our content and and as we continue to push more things out um we hope that people really appreciate it and, and would also love feedback as always guys. Like we want to hear from you. What do you, what do you like? What can we do better? Um, we're here to, to serve you guys. So don't ever hesitate um, to reach out on that note. Make sure you head over to iTunes, subscribe to PT coffee cast, leave a review on this podcast and tell us why you love Don so much. If you guys want to learn more about us on Instagram, you can follow us at the MVMT PTs. Um, reach out to us at any time and we will always answer you guys. William, you got anything else? No, but I'm wondering if maybe we should just start telling people to search the movement because I feel like at the MVMT PTs is a, is a tough one to search. I think if you just search the movement, it comes up. Nope, not changing it. I've been saying it for too many, too many, too many episodes. I'm just kidding. Search the movement. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.